So hi, welcome to Goodnight's podcast here with Velvet Skyline. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start the band? And what does the band name mean? Um, so you asked when we started, right? Yeah, like how it started. Okay. Yeah, so we it started with me and Hunter and some other people um, back, you know, in 2016, 2017. Um 2017 yeah um we and then uh nate joined the band and that's when i feel like you know model citizens our old band or our old band name um really came together and then velvet skyline really came together when chris joined the band in uh 2019 2019 yeah, sounds right 2019 sounds right yeah 2019 i don't know i don't know dates i that's fine <laughs> and then the name oh mm-hmm. the name hunter you can take that one <laughs> oh. um, i don't know we were kind of in a rush for it because like taylor said we were known as model citizens before and we were about to release our first four song ep but there was another band with the same name so we needed to come up with something quick we had like was it like three or four days yeah, yeah. And that band, uh, that band was from Lithuania. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It kind of just came from. I took inspiration from like a lot of our favorite '90s bands, particularly like Nirvana. I had read an interview that Kurt picked the name because it meant uh, freedom from pain, and to him, that's what music was. So I wanted to get something with that similar feel meaning okay yeah that's fair um i was gonna ask what made you change your name but you guys already answered that so (laughs) thanks for that (laughs) um so congrats on your newest release what we have in common how do you felt the response to it so far of course yeah um the response has been really nice uh everybody has been super supportive um especially people from like our hometown um and where we are now uh, I mean, it's been pretty positive so far, which has been awesome. Um, you know, my anxious self was like, oh, God, what if people hate it? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been great on I or speaking for myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's uh, for me, it's definitely surreal, like especially when you have, uh, you know, like random friends and they're they're telling you like, Oh, I have this song stuck in my head, and like, and they have the like lyrics memorized. It's it's surreal that oh, you actually know this song of yeah. ours. You know my song. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. That's super sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, is there any meaning behind the uh, album name or the cover art? Yes, um, we. It, it wasn't originally planned. Like the songs all on the album, they weren't, I guess, originally planned to be all in the same spectrum of uh, theme. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like all the songs in there had to deal with falling in love, falling out of love, you know, like all the classic stuff, you know, that happens with with us as humans. We're like, well, what can the, what can the album be called? And it's like, well, we're thinking like, oh, they all have something to do with what we all deal with. So we mm-hmm. wanted to. Want it to be relatable, so that's why it's just called what we have in common, as in like 
what we all have in common. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So cool. Yeah. And the, the cover. Is there any meaning behind that? The cover came from, I think I was like scrolling through Instagram one day and it just so happened that like two uh, pictures like came up exactly in a row. The first one was uh, this like old, this couple in like a 1940s photo booth. And then the one after that was a painting with like a similar uh, style with that blur. And I thought, oh, it would be cool an interesting way to represent you know that kind of uh story of relationships by having that blur that you know what we have in common be like but that and then chris uh chris's friend is the one who was able to make the painting for us that's really cool that's yeah. sick yeah i like that a lot um can you guys tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album yeah, so the writing process has been pretty collaborative. Um, there was a handful of songs on the album that Hunter and Nate wrote before um, they moved up to Denton um, to, you know, get the band all together, of course, and stuff. Um, but it's, I mean, it's a pretty collaborative process. Um, usually Nate or Hunter will write a guitar part or Hunter will have some lyrics or even sometimes will um, like with Drown, that was our most collaborative song on the album. Um, and that one, we just kind of started, you know, ad-libbing and just, or not ad-libbing, um, y'all know what I'm talking about. Imp mm -hmm. Yes, improving. Okay. Uh, we're improvising and then like, it just came together and we were like, oh shit, this is cool. Um, <laughs> I, are we allowed to cuss on here? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all good. Um, but yeah, so that was that's pretty much how it goes. I mean, we all just get to put in our input, and it's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. You mentioned drown. I actually have a question about it. If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. Um. The intro makes it sound like it would be like a a metal or just like a really hard song. <laughs> And then it just continues with the sound that you have going throughout the album. What made you like not do like a, just a complete like 180 and just switch it with just like a hard metal song? Because you had the opportunity to and it would have been so sick. Not saying that the song yeah, was bad, uh, how it was, but just like, yeah. You were saying, Chris? Yeah, it, it, uh, it started off uh, for, for me and Nate mostly like a, about a fear for drowning. So we wanted to, we wanted it to have like that water feel to it. Uh, and uh, it, it was gonna be, it was gonna literally be about drowning. And then uh, Taylor and Hunter step in, they're like, well, let's make it metaphorical. And so, th especially through the lyric process, it was very, um, it, it's definitely like the, the epitome of the album, I think. Like the whole album is about, you know, coming into yourself and it's a coming of age. Mm -hmm. But I think drown really represents the whole album because it's, it starts off right after uh, Until I Met You, which is, you know, one of the first songs that they wrote when they first formed. And it's and then uh, Drown comes on and it's so stark and it's so different from what mm -hmm. they from from a what they were writing, like what, three, four years ago and also what we're writing now. And then it also it's also like a representation of like um, leaving. It's OK to like leave things. It's OK to pursue other ideas. It's OK to pursue other things. And I, the, the, whenever we play it live, we do actually have like a, a breakdown. <laughs> so it's, yeah. oh my 
sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's uh, it could have definitely blossomed into a metal song, but I don't think we're really that kind of band. At least not yeah. right now. We may, maybe we'll change. That's yeah. Right. We are like trying to go heavier with our sound, like with this next album that, and like other stuff that we're working on. Um, but you know, it. <laughs> um, I think it's that more rests on uh, what my vocals can handle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but, you know, hey, we're getting there. Um, okay. I practice a lot in my car, so. <laughs> okay, perfect spot to practice. Mm-hmm. Right? Have- then no one can hear you. <laughs> or if they do, they just seem very concerned. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. are, are they doing okay in there? Like, yeah. seems like they're losing their mind. <laughs> right. And if someone catches you, you can just drop <laughs> Yep, exactly. Yeah. Easy as that. Yeah. I just, uh, I remember for Drown, we couldn't think of an intro. We had everything except for the intro. And we were like, I don't know what we can do, you know? And I had, um, we pulled, we pulled, pretty much pulled an intro from another song that we never did anything with. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so like abrupt. And also kind of, I guess we try to make it like dynamic and like, mm-hmm just chill water or like waves crashing over you yeah yeah it definitely grabs your attention so it, it was my favorite off the album oh, i just cool. wanted to ask why you didn't go all the way so thank <laughs> you for answering my question yeah. um so can you tell me where your headspace is at while you guys are writing the album <laughs> um just a little bit a little taste yeah well i think it was all over the place really uh, yeah because you know some songs are like oh you know i love this person i'm never gonna you know i like until i met you you know it's like oh i didn't you know um i didn't know things could be good until i met you and then uh and then you have uh, like drown or uh, lost my head again where it's like oh i'm moving on or uh you know oh today's not a very good mental health day and you know it's just uh you know i feel like i lost my head again and i I don't, I don't know, you know, what I'm feeling or I'm feeling too much. So I think our headspace is all over the place. Uh, definitely, uh, there's a lot of depression in there, I think, um, depending on whatever song you're listening to, but uh, anxiety for sure. And then love, you know, like me and my fiance, you know, I, I relate uh, <laughs> I relate to a lot of songs about my fiance. And then I relate uh, to a lot of songs where like, it's like, oh, I don't want to be in college or, oh, I don't want to work at this job. And then that's okay. It's okay to feel that way, you know? So I think that's what a lot of the tone of the album is. It's, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. Yeah. 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 Piggybacking off that kind of, um, is, you know, it, or just to kind of like prove that it was everywhere is we have two songs on the album that when they were written, like I had, my ex-partner in mind and one of those songs is a love song and one of those songs is a breakup song um yeah so like we and i mean we wrote the album within you know a year or so oh that's pretty um so that i mean we had a lot of time to process a lot of different emotions so that's fair that's fair Uh, so while going through the album, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you guys? If any, it could be your own sound. Uh, for, for me specifically, any of the stuff that I brought to the table uh, was very heavily influenced by Foo Fighters mm-hmm. and uh, Incubus and Smashing Pumpkins. Pretty much like okay. those, those are like the top three that 
kind of got me and it just intertwined itself in the album. Okay. okay. That's sick. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like with, you know, vocals and being, you know, a female vocalist and stuff like that, like, um, we get compared to a lot of the same people like over and over again. Um, but I don't really know if like vocal influences, like I didn't really have too many um, just because I, I don't know. I don't want this to come off like as weird, but I just haven't found Like I haven't found anybody with the sound that I want us to have, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um so for me, I was more influenced by the guys, you know, and just what they were putting out and they were putting out awesome shit. And I was like, okay, well, I need to do, you know, that good too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it just, I hope it, hope it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah, for, for me, like, uh, especially for drums, uh, I listen to this band called Clutch a lot. They've been around since like 93, I think. Um, uh, I listen to them and like Tool, of course, although there's no polyrhythms or anything, but if you take out, if, if you listen to just like the drum part, especially for tracing, it sounds like it doesn't really fit with what's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I like doing that, especially with like our almost simplistic sound, even though it's, it's not simplistic, but like it, it can, it can be when it wants to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'd say my biggest influence is probably Citizen. Nick Ham is my favorite guitar player, hands down. Really just any of those like bands signed to run for cover. Oh. All right, solid. Good choices. Uh, so, what song on this album took the longest to write, and uh, which one is your personal favorite? You can go round table on the last one. Mm-hmm. The longest that took to write was Monochrome Wasteland. That was like three or four months from start to finish. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I remember that because I would, I would make the bass part. It's like, oh, here's the guitar part. Oh, okay, well, let me make my bass part. I finished it. And then the next time we played it, I was like, it doesn't sound right. Like, what happened is, oh, I changed it. And I was like, okay, well, let me go back and change my bass part. And then I had, to, you know, like, it was a lot of altering and changing. We lost Chris. Yeah, I was going to say Chris left. Dipped. He might have lost power, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, my favorite is monochrome and drown those are my two favorites i'm a libra so i cannot pick anything Yo, um, <laughs> but yeah those are mine they're fun songs i feel like monochrome also showed like a different side of my voice which was cool mm-hmm. um also chris said he got kicked out Welcome back, Chris. Oh, respect. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Chris. Oh, I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> you just dipped, but you're back, so it's okay. Okay. Yeah, I Wrong. think uh, Drown and um, Lost My Head Again are probably my, my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would go with Drown and Monochrome, too. My favorites. Solid. Uh, I guess, uh, Tracing would be one of my favorites. Uh, tracing, Drown and uh panic hour yeah okay. all right cool i see drown is like a overall favorite so taste i think that Good means pick. you guys have to do more heavy songs 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. That'd be sick. That'd be really sick. Uh, this one should go like super, super fast. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Okay. Each of you have to do it. Okay. Um, emotional. Um, I can take that. Uh... I, the words emotional roller coaster are coming to my mind. Um, so we'll, we'll throw a roller coaster and uh, fun. Fun. Okay. Fun emotional roller coaster. Fun there emotional roller coaster. That's, that's interesting. That's, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I guess I would say um, dynamic, mm-hmm. um, energetic, and uh, love felt. Is that a word? <laughs> It is sure. now. Yeah, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Heartfelt. That's nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Manic, frenzy, chill. Ooh, mm-hmm. manic, frenzy, chill. Those are good. Uh, just coming of age. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. All right. Um, so in that same train. Oh. Sorry. That sounded like an act- oh. right. uh, no. like actress. What Hunter said, like the name. Of an actress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in that same like train of thought, uh, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the album? Um, I just like I want people to listen to it and like understand they're not alone. Um, music has been a big part in all of our lives, but speaking like on a personal matter, like. Um, I've had plenty of bands throughout my life where I can be like, oh my God, this song saved my life. And like, I'm not expecting it to get like that (laughs) crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, but (laughs) I definitely, I, if we can, like, it sounds cheesy, but if like one person, um, can understand what we were going through and be like, oh, well, it gets better then that'd be cool. Um, so yeah just to impact people's yeah. lives then uh, yeah. yeah i just want to help out where we can um, yeah that's good this might sound kind of oh, there you go thank it, you this, <laughs> might, uh, might sound kind of mean but i kind of want somebody to cry to monochrome just because it's such i feel like it's such a good cry song <laughs> and it's it's so heavy and it's got a lot of emotion behind it i feel like I don't know. If somebody told me, hey, you know, I cried to this song, I'd feel like, yeah, dude, me too. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm just making yeah, sure everybody's Stop making it like English class yeah. where you're sitting here like the teacher making everybody respond to the goddamn question. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I would no. just like expect, expect a journey. Like don't just, you know, expect to just listen and like chill. Like be prepared for the album to take you on the journey that's good now hunter you have to respond yeah you everybody else did (laughs) (laughs) um okay so where do you guys see the band in the next five years and are you working on anything new that you can tell us about little beans um i would say i hope we can still make music together in five years uh, that's that's my plan. As simple as that. Just keep doing what we're doing now in five years. And, uh, what was the other question? 
Are you working on any new projects? Oh, yes. We, uh, well, we, whenever we recorded this album, mm-hmm. we started recording in March. So like right when the pandemic just like took over. Yeah. That, that really slowed things down, stopped our gigs. And so from then we've already been right. Like we were writing the second album as we were recording this album. Wow. Okay. We have songs in the works, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sick. There's music being made. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yes. So for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So <laughs> if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Boom chicka pow wow. Um, okay. Man. I... <laughs> Um, since it is on the government's dime, um, I would be going all out, of course. Yep. Um, so uh, but I think I would I think I would like like surf and turf, like filet and lobster, right? Yeah. With a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Solid. That's good. Those are so uh- good. For me, like, oh, Taylor, what would you drink? Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. Oh, yeah, you just said that. Mm-hmm. that. Uh, <laughs> for, me, uh, for me, when I think of like last meal, I want to be like totally comforted. The first thing that pops to mind is everything at, Do- at Domino's. Ooh, so I would, okay. I would get like one oh, slice, yeah. one wing, um, one of those cookie brownie things, mm-hmm. you know, one, one cheese stick. Bread, one, you know, one of everything. Mm-hmm. Now one you've of got everything. me hungry. <laughs> Almost smacked. I'm about to make some dino nuggies. <laughs> Ooh, dino nuggies, man. <laughs> right? Those are so good. And I'll, I'll drink a Dr. Pepper. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I mean, I love burgers, so I just go with something simple, maybe like some French toast, scrambled eggs, and some orange juice. That's good. Solid answer. Uh, I mean, I'm a pretty simple guy, man. I'd probably just go with uh, it's a good a good burger um, with some uh, some some uh, shit uh, home what? fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a burger, some home fries, uh, and then some drinks. Uh, probably like a a very a very like the, the oldest they can find um, glass of uh, whiskey. Solid. Yeah. Solid. All good answers. Uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Do I get this question? Do I get the like the abilities? Like, say, if I was in a, a mystical world, would I get those abilities too, or would I just be me? It's up to you. If you want to be like a bystander, you can be a bystander. If you want to like be that specific character, you can be that specific character. It's it's really up to you. It's not, yeah. Uh, I would go in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Solid, good choice, good choice. Mm. Um, being a big ass nerd, there's a lot of places we could go from here. Mm-hmm. But recently, recently, I've been watching a lot of the magicians, so mm-hmm. I would probably say Fillory, but season three or four Fillory. Okay. Um. I don't want to give anything away because that show is so good. My mom um, likes that show. 
it's oh it's so good um it's like it's kind of uh it's kind of hard to get into or at least for me it was um because like it is a little it's a little cheesy you know but it's it's still really good um it's like grown-up harry potter without the turfs um that sounds wonderful (laughs) right (laughs) that sounds great yeah (laughs) I'm not sure where I would live, man. Uh, the Marvel Universe sounds great, but like you got to think about like all the destruction that happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a superhero. I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Uh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> or I guess a super villain wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, man. I'd probably go to the Lord of the Rings universe, man. I mean, I, I would let, I mean, I'm short enough to be a hobbit, I think. So I'd, I'd be all right. <laughs> Solid answer. It's good. <laughs> Go to Foster's home for imaginary friends. Oh, I feel yeah. like I'd be friends with Eduardo and Wilt. <gasps> yeah, so true. Good choice. Good choice. We don't get that enough. I don't think we've gotten it at I all. I don't think we've gotten that at all. Yeah. No. Thank you. Um. So I've done a best and last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Oh, green. Um, I'm colorblind, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> so great. Sorry. Um, my co- my favorite color changes like every like couple days. Um, mm-hmm. but right now, um, probably like black is always like a staple, but there always has to be another color. So we'll go pink and black right now because that's what my hair is. So we'll just leave it at that <laughs> solid good choice uh, i guess i guess i'd say do, do what oh i just said like a light blue oh light blue? yeah mm-hmm. i'd say like a very dark uh deep uh rich blue Ooh. like yeah just like it's almost black it's so blue you know mm-hmm. that's a good that's a very good color uh, yeah for me like green's been my favorite color since i can remember colors Mm-hmm. it's a very good color it is very very good color uh so as i said that is all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys would like to plug uh just, um, just keep an eye out yeah mm-hmm. keep <laughs> like listen to the album uh keep streaming it we've been doing pretty good on streams which has been really uh nice <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, keep listening and just, you know, love yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to get a, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Native Darkness Productions. They are the ones that recorded, mixed, and mastered us. And especially through the pandemic, they made it such a great process. So big shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we love Hunter. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for sitting out with us, guys. This has been Velvet Skyline and We're the Good Noise Podcast.